0: day so every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past but we damn sure can make a difference today
1: welcome to the shop talk podcast where we'll discuss everything relating to the rookie i am one of your hosts jennifer i'm here with my co-host carrie hi this is our first episode and we're excited to dive into the rookie on a deeper level from characters and episodes to scenes and ships you'll get to know us and find out what we love about the rookie We'll be discussing our first impressions of the characters, partnerships, and relationships, the pilot episode, along with why we started watching the show, and more. Um, So we'll kind of introduce ourselves a little bit, talk about why we started the show, what we love about it, um, and then some of our favorite characters. So I started the show because Carrie forced me to. Oh, well, I'm just kidding. I love her. And um, no, I started the show because she was spamming me with Chenford content. And a few of our friends had found like parallels between another ship we all love on another show and then Chenford. So of course I had to watch it. And you know, I just love TV. So, um, but not only have I fallen in love with Chenford both as a possible ship and two individual characters but I've come to love the sweet and innocent Jackson West my queen Nyla Harper. The always badass Angela lopez and sassy sergeant gray i mean he is sassy with no but he's sassy with everyone and i live for it carrie what yeah, about you oh my gosh
0: yeah no it's totally true i mean i did kind of force you because i was like <laughs> bugging her the whole entire time i was like you have to watch this you have to watch this you have to watch this he's like i started watching it over quarantine last year it was the only blessing come out of that pandemic i swear <laughs> Yeah. Um. And I started watching it because a few people on Twitter were talking about, um, like Jennifer said earlier, you know, Chenford being uh, similar to a different ship on another show that we both watched. And so I checked it out. I, you know, looked on Twitter and then I fell down a rabbit hole of like interviews and whatnot. Um. And then you know, not only did I fall in love with like all the characters, but, like the actors too, and they like, you know, do social media so well. So like that just makes it ten times more fun to kind of see what's out there for them so yeah,
1: yeah I agree they do the social media game probably better than like any other show that I watch yeah at least now on TV. yeah yeah for sure yeah and yeah. I hope that it never changes because that like yeah. I love the show and I love the show's social media game itself but the actors definitely like yeah, they kill the it
0: actors yeah they interact with fans it makes it just yeah like-
1: I mean, and the like, Twitter like, war that Eric and Melissa had, like, <laughs> this past Sunday, it was like, this is my, this is my entertainment right here. Like, yeah. you know, I was here for the Easter stuff, but I was like, you know, I'm sorry, but I gotta keep up with this Twitter war, so. Yeah, well,
0: because it makes it so much more relatable, too, because it's like, oh, these people like, you know, the the ship or, you know, the show that, like, we're all obsessing over. It's just fun yeah. when actors like their work as much as
1: Yeah, when actors ship
0: did. their characters.
1: Yes. <laughs> now if only we could give them calling them the same ship name that everyone else calls it. Yeah. Them, you know, C mm-hmm. versus Chenford. So yeah. But hopefully it'll happen. You know, hopefully. I'm hoping when the when the ship becomes canon, they switch over to that name. Hopefully. Crossing, um, crossing our fingers. So one of the things that I love about this show is it's not as intense as like other police shows out there. I mean, they have their intense moments. Um, I mean we saw that in the pilot with the shootout, but there's definitely like some comedy thrown in there and lighthearted moments so I I love not having to be on the edge of my seat every minute of the episode.
0: Yeah, like I'm laughing like 5050 with going oh my gosh or yeah you know, like things like that so
1: yeah And then the representation on the show is like no other. I mean oh, other shows perfection. should take note because, From finding out later on that Jackson is gay to having a Latina police officer, an African-American rookie, T.O., and a sergeant, it's not all just white cops, like, you know, flexing their muscles and, like, trying to show that they're, you know,
0: the best of their job, so it's just refreshing to see. Right, well, and, you know, there's the whole, like, with the women, you know, the women are of equal or you know above in the case of a couple of the tos and at the time the mm-hmm. captain uh in season one are you know in those lead roles that i think is just great and like even the you know like nathan Fillion being canadian and melissa O'Neill being canadian like it's not like just like u.s born like you know white american male yeah actors it's like every little thing is like thought out really well which is a very like eclectic diverse group of people that work really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like before this show, I mean I had heard of Nathan Fillion from Castle, but I had never heard of Melissa O'Neill, you know, Mm -hmm. or um uh Titus. I I like never I had heard heard of Titus.
0: Yeah. I'd sorry Eric, I love you now, but I had never heard of you (laughs) before. show. I'm so sorry. Well, because Titus was on something with Nathan Kress from iCarly, like, way, way back. Like, I was in, like, middle school. Like, it was, like, 2008 or something, I swear. Hold on. Um, I'm going to go look that up. I know he was on <laughs> a few episodes of Glee. Yeah, it was some, like, gaming. It was, like, a movie, I feel like, or some kind of... Was it, I like, don't know. Ready Player One or something? I don't kind know. of, but, like, not... I don't know. I'm usually... I'm usually right about these things guys if you knew me like in real life he was on Pretty Frack. Little Liars and I watched that I not but noticed?
1: you know what PLL went on for so long oh that
0: god. how did I honestly... not know that oh my, gosh.
1: oh my god Titus was on an episode of Castle too
0: oh that's fun
1: Titus was on Victorious Um, Game of Your Life I don't know if that was with Nathan Cross oh, but it maybe? was a TV movie
0: that sounds like oh yeah it. yep it had no cross yes! in it oh my god Titus had glasses yeah oh my god oh my gosh. yes okay yes I am like thirteen year old me is like proud of myself now
1: so um we'll have to like go back and do a rewatch of this for the podcast oh because gosh, yes. I need to watch that it movie so, it's so good oh my god it's so good um, I just love finding out what the actors have been in like besides you know it's the current so show that they're on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. and then yeah, I mean like like we said we kind of started watching um The Rookie because of another show that we watch where there's a similar ship um and we watch other shows like Chicago PD and uh, Law and Order SVU and like we said they can get intense but it's nice to have that like refreshing change of pace so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something different that we're watching, and we're not complaining about it. So, um, some of my favorite characters are, um, I obviously love Chunford and those two characters um, together as a couple, and then separately. But if I have to choose other characters, not if I have to, um, but I, I don't yeah, just I have like, like one main favorite character, um, and my like one of my favorites is nyla harper
0: i just love her listening jennifer is like
1: your biggest fan (laughs) ever
0: i really am understandably Um, so it's like every
1: week i'm like this is my weekly appreciation (laughs) tweet for nyla harper um literally that's
0: what she (laughs) that's
1: what you tweeted so great the gif of her at speed dating, and she's just like looking stone cold at that guy. That yeah, is my favorite
0: gif ever. Yeah, oh my God, she's like, so great.
1: I, I need that gif everywhere. She's yeah. just a sass queen, and like, I stand her. I, yeah. I just, I love her. Protect her at all costs. And Crystal, her undercover, like, oh my God, oldies. yeah, you're like Titus. This is like the, her ah! biggest,
0: like, undercover ego, like, you know, alter ego fan. Like, I you, just love her. Just, yes, please. I just, just love the scene where club. she was like in the shop with with uh
1: john and he's like what are you doing and she's like mind your business <laughs> yeah she's like don't I just, worry about it it's fine <laughs> i just love her so great i just love her and then i think my favorite male is tim i don't yeah. know i just love his sass um mm-hmm. and he's just like he's a he's a character that like takes no shit so yeah. if i had to pick one character though that was my ultimate favorite it'd be nyla sorry lucy
0: and tim i still love you but nyla you got my heart girlfriend. For sure. No, that's totally I understand. I mean, like, I can't, I can't separate Shenford. I just can't. Like, if like Jennifer to Mia like Nyla Harper's character is like me to Melissa O'Neill, I'd love you. <laughs> love your character. Lucy's like my favorite. I mean, favorite guy also is Tim, but if I had to like pick like a fave. Hundred percent top tier, Lacey Chen.
1: I know picking yes. picking a favorite character is like someone asking you to pick your favorite child. Like I can't do that. There
0: are <laughs> well, some we had kids. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there
1: <laughs> there are some shows that I'm definitely like, oh no, like they are my favorite. That is why like I watched the show, whatever. Right. But yeah, on
0: this show I can't choose. So yeah, I really because like I love like i never thought like i don't know just angela love angela she's so underrated too and just like oh and like gray oh my god gray is just like sergeant gray is like my spirit animal like richard richard t jones boss
1: carrie is uh melissa's biggest stan though like i am with nyla harper she is melissa and lucy's biggest stan i mean just go and look at her twitter and it's all over it's written on her timeline so <laughs> it is I have yeah no it's fine. Um so moving on we have the episode descriptions in our new section. Um and like another episode this will be pushed more forwards but we just kind of wanted everyone to get to know us a little bit. Um so we have two episode descriptions. One is for 310 and it's premiering um actually this upcoming Sunday. It's called Man of Honor officers harper and nolan respond to a bank robbery in progress and realize the motives of the thief run much deeper than needing just money meanwhile officers jackson and chen's first day writing without training officers isn't what they thought it would be on the rookie so we have that do you want
0: to go over uh 311 oh sure okay yeah and then so right well not right after that but the next following week uh we got 311 Uh, which is new blood is the title Uh, says when professor Fiona Ryan's car window is smashed following the series of mysterious notes, officer Nolan volunteers to guard her house overnight. Meanwhile, Lucy notices that Tim is being much nicer to his new boot, which is their word for, you know, new uh, recruit. than he was with her and she does not like it. So it's like, we'll see something happen there. I don't know.
1: I have a feeling that the, the, the new boot is a guy. And so she oh, well, kind sure. of treats him like one of the guys.
0: It, and then, then that's just kind of. To.
1: Yeah. And then that's what makes Lucy realize that the joke that she played on um, 309 is not a joke. Which
0: we could have a whole entire episode about that. Because I'm still breaking down over it. Honestly,
1: years. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. <laughs> and I'm still hurt <laughs> by it. I like, didn't.
0: <laughs> the thing is like, I was so I'm hopeful. Still <laughs>
1: I knew I knew that it was too good to be true and I'm still hurt like my heart hurts yeah and Tim was like even more hurt it's just I'm not okay from it okay (laughs) my only saving grace is that we get upset on Chicago PD this week and Lord Lord knows that they're gonna be okay so you know it's a rough week for Jennifer over here (laughs) it's fine we're good we're good we'll pull it together we have to um because it's all fictional so you know it's not real (laughs) um so next we'll kind of go into like our first impressions of the characters and um kind of like how they were introduced to us um and you know we'll just go down the line there is a lot to talk about so So do you want to start off with nolan
0: sure so obviously i mean if you guys didn't know obviously Nathan Fillion's character John Nolan is is the rookie like that's yeah. who it's based around um and so he's what is he like mid-40s yeah uh, we find him on the well starts out in the east coast he's in Pennsylvania um and he's kind of having a bad time of it at the moment because um, he's you know gonna go through a divorce he's gonna go to the bank get some get some stuff done um but yeah at the same time like I love how he still has like a good sense of his like good sense of self and like a good sense of humor and like he he has a debt like he's a father on the show um and has a son and so that kind of that is definitely a factor in his uh like character and like how Mm -hmm. he is uh
1: I feel like he definitely takes it into, um, like, keeps it in mind when he's, you know, out patrolling. I mean, obviously he yeah. should, but he definitely, like, keeps his son at the forefront of his mind.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, like I said, he was going, you know, at the in the first episode, we see him. He's, you know, going to the bank, having a, you know, normal kind of day. He's he drives a pickup truck. He's kind of, you know, just like wearing casual clothes, very like basic, uh, kind of, you know, like a dad look. Like if you just saw him, he's, he's a dad, like you just, he's just an average guy. Um, and then that all kind of changes when, um, you know, stuff happens at the bank and it, you know, uh, gets taken over by these robbers and then it like that experience is what like makes him want to go like well I guess pick up and move to the west coast and you know join the police academy over there yeah. not really sure what's wrong with the wet or the east coast police departments but that's okay LA's I fun think, like, I think
1: maybe he just wanted like a fresh start yeah so why sure. he had to go
0: all the way to LA though not totally sure but I mean I would so. totally tra- I would totally trade like weather here for oh. sunshine and oh chill. same oh so, I guess if you're going off that then yeah but anyway yeah. I digress um <laughs> that is why he you know that like that experience of him uh like being involved in that situation um and he kind of took on you know, that like hero uh, role in that moment mm-hmm. of trying to talk down the uh, robbers that didn't, I mean, it was, go- it was going okay. He was doing an okay job, but you know, if the the cops arrived just in time to, you know, make the, the situation all better. And so that kind of, um, I don't know, that was like his, you know, his sign that he yeah. was wanting to, you know, career change, life change. Like, yeah, do it all.
1: I, I mean, who knows? He could have been thinking that before, but I think that that moment was him think like him realizing I want something else, I want something where I can really help people. So, you know, yeah. I mean, he literally didn't he have a gun pointed to his head, like, he literally
0: yeah. had his life on the line.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of this is all happening in the pilot, if we didn't mention that already, but yeah, so it's like you cut from that scene and they kind of it jumps kind of right into after he's you know gone through the academy uh you know and is going into his first day uh as a rookie on the you know LAPD and so that's kind of that's uh the next kind of environment we see him in uh, and then the next two characters he interacts with are uh, two training officers in the uh, mid uh division. Yeah. yeah. Um, and those are Angela Lopez, uh, portrayed by Alyssa Diaz and uh, Talia Bishop, uh, who was portrayed by Afton Williamson uh, in season one. Uh, and they are their characters are chatting just, you know, like it's a normal day because it is for them uh, about the uh, upcoming detective's exam. And they uh, trick poor Nolan into (laughs) running up to the captain's office. Uh, And the captain, as we mentioned earlier, which is great that she's a, you know, a woman uh, figure uh, and she is Zoe Anderson. Uh, who's played by uh, Mercedes Mason, uh, and she is the captain of that division, uh, and she is the one that acknowledges Nolan, but then at the same time also tells him, "You don't need to be up here. You should probably go down to to roll call." Uh, I, my favorite part is like, uh, is
1: when she says, "And you better run,"
0: you know. Oh like, yeah! Oh bottom. my God! Yeah. yeah. She's-
1: <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, yep, mm-hmm. okay." And then he just takes yeah. off, um, and he somehow makes it downstairs, changed, and then roll call
0: all with him. Oh, yeah, because he in plain clothes when he first. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, I'm like that. That's movie oh, magic right there. Yeah, for you. TV magic. Gotta love it. Um. Okay, so speaking of roll call, and then um, <clears throat> the next person we meet is uh, sergeant gray uh who i mean we talked about earlier is uh, richard t jones uh that's his character um <clears throat> he is the obviously the sergeant but he also does roll call every day so um he's at the front and uh nolan sort of manages to slide in not unseen but <laughs> yeah. he manages to get by okay so yeah um Do you want to talk about like the-
1: The training montage? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into their pairings um, a little bit later, (laughs) but we kind of see a training montage where like we get a little bit of interaction between the duos. Um, They're kind of doing like a shop tour, which a shop is what they call like their vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tim and Lucy are just driving down the road. He's kind of talking to Lucy about why she wanted to become a cop. And then all of a sudden he slams on the brakes and like throws her forward and she just like looks over at him like serious what's going on and he just yells I've been shot and um does that kind of trick and you know wants her to like tell him where they're like what streets they're at so that she can like call it in if he had been shot um and it's just a classic Tim moment
0: and I feel like
1: that's where we really got to see him like Find out his personality. I mean, we had before yeah. with Jackson with
0: their little interaction, but it was yeah, because he was kind of. I guess we should backtrack a little bit because, like beforehand, before they went out and were paired up, Tim was very much a uh, kind of an asshole. Um, yeah, when he ran into Jackson in the locker room, I think. Would uh, you
1: classify him as like abrasive or brash? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Those are good words. Um. And you know Tim's uh, lovely bedside manner was, um, you know, he's gonna make you know Jackson's life a living hell if he yeah. were to be his training officer. And, and poor Jackson, Jackson, yeah. But he answered it so well though, because he was like, you know, it'd be an honor, yeah. sir. You know, my father, who you know, and Jackson's dad is uh, the uh, head of the internal affairs department, mm-hmm. so. Jackson's like born and bred for this like he's like ready to go eager to please so then that kind of shuts him up a little bit though because he's like oh
1: okay yeah. I probably well and Jackson oh. was probably like shit if he is my TO like yeah. I can't Max <laughs> sass him right away because yeah. at that point they didn't know who their TOs were yeah. I'm sure when Gray called out you know like who got who was partnered with who and Jackson yeah. found out he wasn't partnered with
0: him. He probably, like, just breathed a sigh of relief. I'm like, yeah, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, Tim, you know, like, when he's in the car um, and does his little trick, he's like, you know, where are you? Where are you? Like, he's yelling, yeah, screaming, and then, um, you know, his poor rookie can't figure it out. And he's like, and now I'm dead. Yeah. like you know and then the implied thing is like and it's your fault <laughs> you know so it's like <laughs> yeah like, yeah yeah crazy
1: um and so then do you want to kind of cover the case that they have on day one
0: yeah um so nolan and uh bishop are uh they go on to have a a domestic violence incident. Um, There's a guy and a girl that are fighting. um, And initially the guy doesn't actually want to disclose that he's the victim in the situation um, because, you know, not a lot of people uh, want to disclose, period. But then there's also the stigma of, you know, oh, well guys can't, you know, get uh, hurt by women which is, you know, not the case. Um, So that's one case that they're dealing with on day one. Um, Then you also have um, Bradford, Tim, uh, his first test, uh, which is unfortunate now because it would be seen as very, very problematic. But um, he kind of doled out some uh, less than lovely advice about these uh, people that had uh, stopped and they were um, not moving along. And so Tim uh, got out and tried to talk to them. Uh, Lucy is his rookie and she ended up speaking Spanish. because she assumed that they didn't uh, understand English. And no, oh, Tim being Tim, uh, everything is a test. So he uh, kind of failed Lucy for uh, seemingly undermining him, even though she was just trying to, you know smooth things over. Uh, and then meanwhile, you got um, you know Nolan and Bishop had that incident earlier then they also their next call uh, on their radio is to go to hollywood boulevard uh and there's a guy screaming at the top of his lungs about unicorns on top of the hood of his car and he uh is obviously not in his right mind and i mean one of my favorite lines of that scene though is uh I can handle unicorns, or, you know, this is, this is what we train for, uh, and that comes from uh, John. And so they end up, uh, it's John, Talia, Tim, and Lucy are on that scene. Um, Lucy and John end up having to chase uh, the unicorn man, and poor John got stuck in the fence. And uh, it's a teachable, moment for them uh, in that case and then so that's kind of the end of their first day Um, and then you see uh, at the end of day one the rookies uh, Jackson John and Lucy uh, all go out together and uh, now geez I can't even talk about it do you see what I mean I don't like it Okay, I don't like it. Okay, so obviously there's something going on between John and Lucy and it's been going on for a couple months and, you know, it, it's a secret. And, well, okay, besides their, besides their age difference, uh, it's obviously a secret because they're, you know, both rookies are on the job. You can't, it's not a thing that happens. So...
1: So then, happening then on day two, we meet Isabel, Tim's wife, who is a drug addict and former narcotics officer who he hasn't seen in a year. And they, they meet her on like a case. Mm-hmm. And then um, he like arrests her drug dealer friend, but they let him go. And she takes Tim's money and like runs. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, So then you see tim you kind of find out why he is the way he is and um chen is obviously confused and kind of um you know is like has so many questions as she does she's very like i guess you could say intuitive or just very curious yeah um so and then chen and bradford which every time they're on scene together i literally just want to call them chenford (laughs) like that's it because it's just easier for me yeah I Um, find myself a lot of the time like wanting to call the actors by their character names which um, doesn't happen very often (laughs) so I don't know it's weird um but they're first on scene for like a bolo and then they exchange fire so that's kind of like the epic scene in the pilot where we are like all on the edge of our seats yeah and um Tim is shot so Lucy has to radio it in poor Lucy on her second day her T.O. was shot and she's kind of like what do I do um so Tim makes her get out of the car earlier and then helped her like Tim making her get out of the car earlier helped her with the current situation that they're in yeah because she's able to say like oh we're here you know we need an ambulance yeah um so there was that. And then we had Nolan and Bishop who arrived for backup. And at this point, Nolan and Bishop are kind of on rocky terms.
0: I mean, yeah, I would say- cause she, yeah, well, because she didn't want earlier in the episode, like Talia had, you know, been really, really eager to take the detective's exam. Like that's her path. Like that's what she wants to do. She yeah. doesn't want Nolan to be a roadblock uh, on this, you know, journey for her to detective. And so she just kind of wants him to like sit, like sit there and shut up and just, you know, they'll have a smooth ride otherwise, but obviously Nolan is a talker, so that doesn't, uh, go well. So they're bad already kind of strained. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, uh, unfortunately makes the rookie mistake. Ha ha ha. I like to think I'm funny that <laughs> Sorry. Um, of you are alone. Uh, to go uh, help Lucy and I guess an injured Tim but honestly since you know Nolan and Lucy are together then it's obviously more to like make sure Lucy's okay and whatever Um, Uh,
1: um and then yeah so as Carrie said he leaves Bishop alone Bishop gets herself into a little um into a little conundrum because she basically has to like fight off a guy um and then as he like as Nolan walks up on Bradford and Lucy um he asks Tim if he's okay and Tim's like no I've been shot go get him boot yeah and I just again another Tim sassy moment that I'm here for even though the man is like bleeding out so he's
0: yeah great um and so obviously all of them are you know they're all taken off going off running after this guy um and then well it actually it cuts over back to uh back Jackson. to Talia well right. yeah it cuts over yeah. well it cuts over to Talia yeah that she's okay and everything um but then eventually it cuts back over to Jackson and Angela because they're um you know like taking excess fire from the other vehicle that like got away or something like that and that's where Jackson's big uh-oh moment Mm -hmm. uh happens where he uh he freezes and he does not actually like empty his gun it all doesn't doesn't even move to make a motion to shoot um and that's when angela kind of realizes oh crap i have a defective rookie or you know like there's something you know not quite right here um she manages to like they manage to get that there and sort it out Uh, and then it kind of comes back over to Nolan who is facing off with their main uh, shooter or suspect Uh, and then he ends up doing his thing you know talking talking the guy down Uh, I like the line that he says of you know he got in this job to you know help people not not kill them which is obviously uh, good but he just says it with so much like conviction you just like really really believe that that's like his whole thing is like just to mm-hmm. be this like uh you know like almost like a martyr for this and cause. he's like
1: he's really the only white male cop on the show and to boot yeah. he's in his like 40s so I mean he's had he's had life experience to where like he knows you know I mean I mm-hmm. want to help people I you know I, I want to be the best that I can be for others so I'm I'm glad that
0: that's like his character development, and we've only seen that grow. Yeah. So. For sure. Um. So he ends up he shoots the suspect in the leg to kind of disarm, uh, him, and uh, they go and arrest him. And then Tally is over, kind of to the side, like kind of watching, you know, as a training officer, not wanting to, you know, get directly involved to like cause, you know, more like divert attention, but. Also, she sees, uh, you know, Lucy touching Nolan's arm a little bit, you know, like, a little more than a friendly, you know, pat. It's like a concerned, you know. Like, I can't even say girlfriend. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I refuse. I They're remember not.
1: watching the first season and I was texting Kara because she had already been jet, And so then I was yeah. texting her and I was like, God, I really hope that they break up because <laughs> I just I can't see it. It was just so cringeworthy. Was I was like, nice. I don't even want to finish this season one. I just mm-hmm. want to skip to season two because I, I can't. But luckily, it wasn't. I mean, they were in your face with it, but it wasn't like it was every single episode. Yeah. You know, we saw like domestic, they didn't even have a ship name. And if they did, please don't do that. They did. Okay. I won't.
0: <laughs> I, like, won't like I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to know that ship oh, name. It's bad. <laughs> If you guys know, you know you should. You can tweet Jennifer later and ruin it for her, because I, I don't want to. Because then she won't be able to function the rest of this time. No, <laughs> I won't. Really I'm sorry. Uh, I'll just stick to
1: um to the cringy relationship. How about that? Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, I mean
0: th- Bravo to Nathan and Melissa for like portraying it like they're top oh, yeah people.
1: Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with the actors like themselves. Yeah. It's it's the relationship. I just can't.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a fling. It's just that's just what it is. Um, So anyway, excuse us while we (laughs) go off on a tangent. Uh, But Okay, so they're at the end of day two now. Um, And uh, Gray is not happy with Nolan for leaving uh, Talia, you know, in harm's way. And, uh, you know, Gray is, like, just about ready to, like, chew him out. Like, he is done. He's not, you know, like, he's not welcome back. Like, he doesn't want him back. Um, As far as Gray is concerned, like, Nolan is finished. Um, But then uh, Captain Anderson steps up to the plate again, you know, uh, goes to bat for Nolan and is, like, you know, she's the one that accepted him into their division when nobody else wanted him because she believes that he has you know life experience and that like wisdom will come in handy um so obviously since uh she's the boss lady what she says goes so no Mm -hmm. one's saying yeah that's that
1: yeah what she said kind of shut gray up yeah Mm because he doesn't really have a choice so and then at the very end of the episode we see talia like approach lucy in the parking garage um which like based on this last episode all of the good conversations happen in the parking garage we which really is do. a weird place but it really is i'm oddly here for it so she essentially says you know she knows about lucy and nolan's fling it'll brand her give her a reputation so she should break it off lucy doesn't um but thank god by the end of season one they're done so yeah
0: yeah so it's not it's it's not too too long yeah uh, after that so
1: so then um we kind of wanted to dive a little bit more into each character um and just their personality which the first episode is mostly like revolved around Nolan um and like you know how he kind of came to be um but I mean it's it's kind of obvious that he talks a lot and like a lot lot um almost to the point for me where it's like dude can you just be quiet for a minute yeah
0: well even Talia I think uh he was like you know well we're you know we're partners now so shouldn't we you know like share and she's like no <laughs> yeah. you know like, she doesn't want to hear it like she she is okay uh with you know keeping it you know a strictly like work uh work-based conversation work-based mm-hmm. relationship uh, you know mentorship whatever the heck you want to call it
1: Um, everyone is sassy with him that I've noticed so like Callie was Nyla is Gray yeah. is um, I mean I don't think we've seen a lot of like Angela and Nolan like themselves um, but I would assume they are Tim kind yeah. of was in the undercover episode with Lucy. a little bit yeah uh-huh. so I think they're just kind of they're like sassy and sarcastic with him. I feel like because he just I don't want to say that he brings it on with all of his questions and like his little no. observant thoughts but I don't know it just it fits him. like I yeah. love seeing he's not my favorite character but I do like his scenes where he is partnered with someone and they just go back and forth with like their sassy and sarcasm mm-hmm.
0: yeah well because it's a very nice like contrast of him being I was gonna say so old I'm sorry Nathan I know you just turned 50 that's not old dude not at all Uh, (laughs) sorry Uh, but like he is like older and yet he's not naive or like gullible but he just like really really wants to believe there is so much good Mm -hmm. in like the world and like in everyone and like I don't know if it's like the you know he always kind of goes back to like the culture shock of like it's you know LA is so different from Pennsylvania but it's honestly it's like just how he's perceiving it and like how he is with people is Mm -hmm. so uh vastly different from how like Tim Uh, or Angela who have been on
1: the force for so long and seen a number of things Mm -hmm. you know yeah I don't know I just again he's not my favorite character but I do like seeing his dynamic play out with everyone
0: yeah um
1: and yeah, I mean, as we've, you know, I mean, we've kind of hit on it. Nyla said in the most recent episode, um, he is a way of connecting with people in crisis situations. And I mean, she hit the nail on the head because, you know, he does, when you see them with um, suspects or criminals, whatever you want to call them, um, he is the one that's talking them down from the ledge. So, you know, it's yeah. just it's cool to see him shine in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so then we move on to Lucy Chen and she she's just like the most innocent precious being i think i've probably like ever <laughs> came across. So i just love her. This is yeah. a Lucy Chen yeah. stand right here.
0: Yeah. Um so, so good though cuz she's a little bit sassy too cuz like in the pilot she's like Oh yeah poor girl her car breaks down uh and she's like pushing it down the freaking highway or the street or Mm whatever the heck they are in LA and this guy like comes up and like wants to try to steal her car and she's like you and like like gives this guy this pointed look of like really you want to steal my car like this you know like not hunk of junk because it's you know it's her baby yeah she said uh in season three um but you know it's like this car she's just pushing it down the freaking street and this guy like wants to take it um and so she ends up collaring that guy uh yeah. and you know comes in that that's her first uh arrest you know before reporting for duty so she yeah. that's kind of how she's like the hotshot uh rookie is her like nickname well, so. and then
1: the way that she, like, shows up at the desk, she's like, Officer Chen reporting for duty, and then, like, just smiles,
0: yeah, and just like, so I love her. ready, yeah, oh, yeah um, she's
1: so ready. The moment where the guy was like, you know, I want to steal your car, that reminded me for, like, fellow Chicago PD fans of episode one and season one, when Jay and Aaron, I think it was, it was episode one or two, where Jay and Aaron are, like, walking, and the guy's like, I want you to arrest me or whatever. I don't know. I just had like parallels right there with Aaron and Lucy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like walking by and that guy is like, you know, wanting to like, you know, hit on Aaron or like whatever and Jay's like not having it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) you'll probably hear a few like Chicago PD and the rookie references. And it's mostly because we started the rookie like after seeing the Chenford parallels to our chicago PD ship um but we'll try not
0: make a lot of those because i feel like just go know. on my tumblr if you want more of those i got like ten thousand. it's fine
1: carrie's <laughs> tumblr was featured in um melissa's oh, video oh. on the rookie takeover like seven times so we had a whole breakdown about that oh my
0: God, i'm like embarrassed melissa i love you thank you
1: <laughs> when i say she is melissa o'neill's biggest fan i mean it because i mean she is um, yeah, so we'll try not make a lot of those references, but no promises. So, you know, yeah. I mean, Chicago <laughs> PD is like a big show. I mean, Dick Wolf like is the executive producer. Okay. So if you haven't watched it or haven't heard of it, you might be living under a rock. I'm not. Yeah, just get sure. <laughs>
0: like, are you living under <laughs> a rock? How do you not know? I mean,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we move into Jackson West and like I said before, he is the sweet, like he's an innocent guy. Um, he's following in the footsteps of his dad. He kind of knows what he'll see on the job, but he's very like green and eager to like get out of the Academy and get on the job until that first, um, like big case that they were working on, which we kind of mentioned, he froze up with shooting his gun, Um, which is interesting because you would think having a dad who was on the police force and is now like you know commander of internal affairs or whatever he would know but I mean that doesn't that doesn't mean anything because you could be book smart and not you know be prepared for real world so um, we kind of we didn't get to meet him in the same way that we got to like meet Lucy and Nolan, like outside of the district. Mm -hmm. Um, we see him like walk into the locker room innocently. He's minding his own business. And then Tim like comes out and scares the crap out of him. And Jackson just stands there like, and you can tell he's faced on the inside, but he doesn't give that exterior off. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know I mean it's their their first interaction is really cool Mm -hmm. um and then you know we don't see like we just find out a little bit of his history in the first episode where his dad um you know is on the force like we've mentioned um he was the star student in the academy um and he even like surpassed his dad's high numbers too which I think is pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and then you know he's known as like the legacy cop which it's it's cool that they have one of those in the rookie because I feel like that's not talked about a lot on like first responder shows is people's like parents or uncles or it's mostly parents but um you know like they were um Mm -hmm. on the force before so um after like their first first call before the whole shootout um Jackson kind of shows off for Angela and says they could charge the suspects for just for sealing the water. And then like they're just talking or whatever, and they hear the shop start shaking. And Jackson's like, Are they having sex in our shop? It's just it's the funniest I thing. Forget about that. Oh my
0: God. It's the funniest
1: thing. And he just says it's so like n- I don't know if naive is the best word, but he just says it like so. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just hilarious. And then Angela just walks over there. It's just hilarious. And then he kind of, like, impresses her during their shop tour, too. And, you know, Mm -hmm. she says, you're making my job easier, Boot. Boot is what they call all of the rookies. And
0: yeah, I don't know about you,
1: but I just love Tim calling them more. Well, well, yeah, I was going to say, he does it, like, the
0: most. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which... I mean, if we got, like, you don't actually hear of any of their other previous rookies, like, these training officers that no. they've had. Um, which is, obviously, you know, the point is to focus on the current um, yeah. situation, but it almost, it just, like, makes me think, like, oh, okay, it's gonna be Lucy's nickname, till like, she's, you know, like, yeah. done in, in the
1: job. And <laughs> now that they are done, like, the, this last episode showed they are done. Yeah. I want, I want, Tim to still like slip up and color boot. Yeah. Like when they're walking around or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have Tim
0: Bradford who. Yeah, speaking of Tim. Yeah. Um, they're scaring rookies off the job is my specialty. Like that is literally a line that he says. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and he's like proud of himself for that. And yeah, honestly, I mean, is. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we need to appreciate his arms. I'm sorry but I'm a Tim Bradford arm stand account oh like th- that's it Have I just fit. I stan his
0: arms oh my god <laughs> and apparently um Titus making does too yeah oh my gosh yeah if y'all uh watch that uh, lovely little TikTok. behind the scenes yeah our TikTok video uh Titus yeah. cut his shirt uh to be the Eric Winter shirt crop which is like um you know to show off like your biceps which um yeah i'm just yeah he has nice biceps not gonna lie he does (sighs) um
1: and when he like is driving i think that's like my favorite part of them i I don't know i'm just gonna stop
0: now no but like he's really good at like the body language like his character like he has like the arms crossed like the you know his jaw is like always like you know kind of like clenched or like just Mm -hmm. he's very like the his body language is like don't approach. Don't approach. Don't oh yeah. Approach. Um, but then you know you kind of see like he'll open up a little bit on like you know during roll call when he's you know sitting with um Angela and Talia, you know he's like kind of in sync with them and like has a little bit of a bond and like gets along with them easy enough. Yeah. But yeah, as far as the rookies go, well, well besides his own rookie, uh, he's not exactly the like friendliest. Uh, no. Uh, um, and
1: I wonder if he has that strong exterior. I mean I would think so because of the whole Isabel thing.
0: Like Probably. he's
1: hesitant to let people in because Probably. she's burned him so many times.
0: Yeah. Um, well and they met at the academy. Um, yeah. Which is like you know when he's you know like you're the most impressionable at that time. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of he has a lot of baggage. Poor Casey. Yeah. <laughs> timothy oh my god i don't even know if that's his like i don't even know if that's his full name i mean if you could confirm that please thank you goodbye that's all
1: um the fandom would have a heyday if he confirmed his like full name (laughs) they definitely would i'm pretty sure that is his full name but i mean we do need some clarification on that um fans have dubbed him as um (laughs) as tim the dummy mcdummy or something yeah i don't know and that's based off <laughs> yeah. of the last episode and like honestly yeah. i think that's just yeah. the funniest
0: yeah thing. i think he's like that like yeah dummy mc yeah dummy mcdummy or dummy Dum. i don't know
1: yeah he's and just, it's all yeah. in good fun
0: but yeah, it's, oh my gosh it's so great yeah yeah it's so great
1: the rookie fandom has become one of my favorites like when oh, it comes so to Chenford content and then just like after the show
0: it's, it's so just, good yeah well and the actors are so great too like they'll just like jump right in on it too mm-hmm. like they do not care if we're like you know ma- I mean it's like good fun though you know yeah. it's not like
1: they don't care yeah. for it our peak chaoticness and ridiculousness like they want to get in on that if anything
0: yeah that's so good oh, my and
1: God. So great. yeah I mean after this last episode they just keep like bathing us with you know you were clowns oh, and okay. stuff and honestly I'm still hurt yeah. by it so
0: that's fine it's <laughs> fine someone made a meme of uh Eric and Melissa in like clown like clown uh yeah wigs and noses and like a bunch of the clown emojis and whatnot uh around their yeah. faces, which I find absolutely hilarious
1: even the rookie account keeps wow. like tweeting mm-hmm. out that we're clowns and yeah. honestly it feels a little personal at this point
0: it's fair I'm not. It's fine. I think I'm still in a state of like denial or like shock because it's just—it's so funny. I like don't even really think that was like a TV show. Like that was just (laughs) peak comedy. Like I don't even know what the heck that was. It was fantastic, and I could watch that scene like ten thousand times over.
1: I just love his reaction. I mean, he's just like, wait, what?
0: What did you just say? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's great oh okay back on subject sorry oh my god (laughs) back on Um, topic yeah we have Angela Lopez is the next uh that we're going to talk about um oh Tio is training officer y'all haven't picked that up already that's what they that's what they call them on the show at least I think um Yeah. yeah and so um but yeah she's um her and Tim are like closer than like Angela and Talia or like Tim and Talia um and she's a little bit, like, we don't know a lot about her just yet, but she's also not afraid to just, like... say how so, it yeah, she is. feels. Yeah, yeah, like, she's so... Yeah. Oh, she also wants to be a detective. Like we mentioned earlier, that, that was her um, thing uh, with Talia. You know, like, they're both kind of going after that same uh, spot. And so... Um, Which is really cool that we see an African American
1: TO and Latina To like kind of compete for it because I feel like if it was a white cop and like a a Hispanic cop, I mean it it would be like dead giveaway of who's gonna get it. Right. And here like you you don't totally know like who's gonna actually become detective. Mm -hmm. is also the just the first episode though, but you know like where I'm going with it um we find out that she has a little backstory on her too like she grew up with four brothers in a two-bedroom house
0: oh yeah and I feel like
1: that's where her strong personality and tough exterior comes from like she has to be tough Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: and she kind of learned that from her brother so Mm -hmm. um and then I wanted to note like just during their first call again with the breaking and entering into the like mansion um Mm -hmm. Angela like walks over to the side of the house because they hear someone else like leaving and she's just like hi LA and then she's cut off because the person like falls and she just smiles and says great nods her head and like starts walking towards the suspect and I forgot about that too that was another moment where I was like I love her too like that's it thanks for listening (laughs) I could just end end, end of the podcast <laughs> right there. I just love all of the women on the rookie Nyla, Talia. I I wasn't a huge fan of her on the first watch, um, but I kind of knew that she had ended up leaving anyway, so I didn't want to get too attached to her. Um, yeah. second on, watch was definitely
0: like you got to like understand yeah.
1: more of her. Yeah, on the second watch, I was like, like I like her too, and yeah. then I love. I just
0: love all of them. Nyla, yeah. Lucy, Angela, Talia, yeah. all of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then speaking of Talia, you know, like she's, I mean, they're all kind of, all the TOs are kind of a little bit, you know, sassy and sarcastic and like kind of, you know, busting their rookies' chops just a little bit. Like if they're having a little fun with it. Um, Talia's really good with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's a little bit out of her comfort zone, I think. Um, you know well none of the three of them really wanted to get you know the uh oldest rookie who was uh what did gray say born born before disco died or something like that um no you know no one was really wanting to get nolan um and so you know talia did obviously and so she does not sugarcoat things like she doesn't hesitate to remind him that you know even though he's older like she is in charge like it is you know her way or the highway like Mm -hmm. that is it um you know I mean she does care about training um you know or being a a TO um but you know she's like that her like her laser focus is like want to make detective want to make detective like right now you know like that's her thing and
1: she does let Nolan drive which is interesting because Bradford and um Lopez are the ones that are driving their rookies around yeah and i don't remember why nolan said that bishop lets him drive but i just find that interesting i think it was like to like observe like observe
0: him or like to have like that kind of like uh to get him used to it something like that because i feel yeah, like he, something, yeah he explained well, wasn't that it later in the second episode he's like wrecking cars left and right like the yeah. worst <laughs> driver in and she
1: probably worst. gave him a
0: chance and then was like
1: this dude took it way too far i gotta <laughs> take some of the reins back
0: yeah yeah um and then okay yeah we got the last uh last two last there, three because we've my there too oh right duh excuse me Nikia. um my so daughter. then
1: we have sergeant wade gray and his stance and body language come across as like stern and straight laced like you know i am your sergeant i don't take any like joking around if if it does happen you know i don't want to be there to witness it um and at first we see him like giving crap to no one about his age being a rookie but like over time he kind of warms up to him although he still pulls like shit with him i mean even into season three he's still like finding ways to mess with him a little bit and that's the little comedy pieces that I like yeah um everyone looks up to gray obviously because he's the sergeant he kind of I mean he watches out for all of them but I think Jackson definitely looks up to him just because like he's kind of the guy that Jackson wants to be in a way um and my one of my favorite lines that gray has um to nolan is are you having fun with your little midlife crisis and nolan's just like yeah and then he's like oh wait no no i'm you know i'm i'm here to work like it wasn't
0: it was a rhetorical
1: yeah um, question and nolan (laughs) didn't catch on to that at first so (laughs)
0: yeah but yeah um yeah and then um above gray obviously he's a sergeant um and you got captain anderson uh is it Zoe or is it Zoe? I don't... I mean, it's spelled like Zoe. I think it's Zoe, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and so she's the, you know, the top, um, you know, number one, like, bad bitch. She's don't like the head honcho. Yeah. yeah. Um, she is, like, I mean, pretty much fearless. Like, that's the best, like, word. I mean, like, that woman has no... Nothing, like, nothing really gets under her skin. Um. No. But she's also, like, the not, like, ma- I don't know if, like, maternal is the right word, because I don't think that she has kids, um, like, on the show, or, like, was in a previous relationship, I don't know. It wasn't hinted um, at. no. Yeah, um, but she's, like, the older, like, friend that you'd, like, still want to have around, you know, like, she's yeah. not, um, like, she's, she's authoritative, but she's yeah. not, like, she doesn't uh, come across as, like, scary and, like, unfriendly, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure, yeah, and so, um, you know like her like that district is like her family like those people are like yeah. her you know kids um and like we said she's the one that you know picked uh nolan out to come to their station house um because she felt like he could offer experience that others couldn't because of his age
1: yeah so. And then last but not least, we have Miss Nyla Harper, my queen. Um, even though she wasn't in season one, she joined in season two. Um, and rewatching season one, I wish we had seen her in the beginning. Like, I liked Talia, but after watching Nyla in season two and three... I wish we had seen her in some capacity in season one, like whether she was undercover or just like another cop that they would like come across, you know, in the district. I don't know. I just wish that we had, um, and obviously we didn't because Mikia had just joined, um, but we had immediately saw her undercover ego, Crystal, and she's just as badass as Nyla. I mean, like literally to the point of rolling up on a scene and like undressing herself in the car, Like to go down to her her undergarments. Um, But similar to Talia, she's like a no bullshit kind of woman. She puts up with Nolan and she challenges him, but she also calls him out when she's annoyed with him. Um, And so I just find that very interesting. Like both of his T.O.'s have been like that with him. Um, And she was like that right off the bat. I mean, it's not like it took her two or three episodes to kind of get like that with him um and then it's interesting because she's the only cop who at once was a detective and then she like um demoted herself down to a cop but she's the only one really that has kids or a daughter um so she has to like toe the yeah. line between being a great mom and then yeah. also being a cop and yeah. coming well kid that's the end of the day. young enough because yeah gray's, gray's kids
0: uh almost grown up uh yeah
1: college age uh, no Nolan, Nolan, Nolan has a son been, yeah but like yeah, her daughter that. is like seven or eight so she has yeah. to kind of toe the line between like being a great mom and being a cop who comes home at the end of the day so it's cool <laughs> to kind of see how like she yeah. she portrays that so mm-hmm. yeah well and then
0: you have you see her uh you know relationship with her ex-husband mm-hmm. so that's kind of a, a new uh like aspect of a character that we yeah. don't regularly see because Nolan was divorced I suppose we should have mentioned that um yeah we mentioned that at the very beginning Yeah, he's filing for uh or got served divorce papers uh so he kind of he he has that in his rear view mirror she you know Nyla in a similar way you know has that kind of
1: yeah, they definitely relate to that. They, they like, talk about their kids or, like, relate to each other with their kids. Even though Nolan's is a lot older and he has a son, whereas she has a daughter who's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like that, like, Nyla's relationship with her ex, they had an interracial relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it's cool. Again, the representation on this show.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I
1: feel like other shows could learn from it. Um, Very good. But also just you know i mean we see like nyla and her ex are obviously divorced um nyla like became a cop so that she could have a better relationship with her daughter because her detective work like Mm -hmm. tarnished that in a way so yeah i just love nyla harper and i like seeing where she goes so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah. so now shout out to makia for uh lowering her voice to play uh crystal. She said that in an IG live one time that like her voice like normally is like higher pitched a yeah. like like 'cause she's so, you know, smiley, happy, go lucky. And then, you know, Crystal's like lower register Yeah boss. Like yeah. You know, tough crystal as Crystal is like her
1: tweaker undercover alias. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who like took out her bun and just like let her hair go if i haven't said that i love nyla harper enough like i'm here to say it again i love (laughs) nyla harper so i'm just putting that out there Mm um so now we have the partnerships and honestly i just i'm thankful that they were partnered that they are partnered the way that they are because yeah if it was any other way i mean we get hints of you know like them changing up their partners here and there
0: They yeah. um, do a, a switch up or two definitely. yeah
1: but i'm glad that in the end they go back to their um you know to their original partners because like i could have seen we could have seen lucy and angela be in pair together mm-hmm. but then we probably would have gotten jackson and tim and i don't know i mean tim would have definitely ate him alive he kind of ate lucy alive in terms of like, you know, busting her balls. Not, oh my God, I just caught
0: that. I'm so sorry that I put that in the outline at all. I hate me. I think Jennifer's gonna need a minute. I'll try <laughs> talking while she's. No, I just got that. It took me a minute to get it. Um, but what we're trying to say is, is that, like, Tim, like we did see Tim, <laughs> I can't look at her right now, because if I look at her, I'm going to start laughing, um, we did see Tim and Jackson get paired up, in the switch-up uh, episode which happens a little bit down the line in season one, um, but it just, like, that dynamic wouldn't have worked, because it's very, uh, you know, Jackson's, like, eager to please, and Tim, like, he... <laughs> he just doesn't like appreciate it like Tim like needs someone to challenge him and like Lucy does that so it just wouldn't have worked uh and then I can't say it enough no Nolan with Tim no Nolan with Tim. no Nolan with Tim no John with Tim no Bradford with Nolan did I say it every other way that I possibly could I think I did no 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 yeah. I know I can't I can't I can't oh Carrie is very
1: um she's very serious about the partnerships I can't.
0: I'm oh sorry I God. have to get my That's mind crazy. out of the gutter, so I can't I can't like it just I mean like we saw them um John and Tim were paired like Jennifer said earlier in that undercover um because a more recent episode. Oh yeah Um, But then they also, in season one, I think it was, they had, where they had to kind of babysit uh, Joe McHale's uh, guest star character. Yeah. Um, And like, you could just tell, like, Tim, like, Tim likes to be in charge, and he doesn't like to take, like, he doesn't like a lot of questions. He doesn't, you know, like, because it's not, he's, you know, he doesn't like being a babysitter. Like, he doesn't like kind of having uh someone that like Re- relies, relies on, him. on him. yeah no. but like i don't know like i can't really explain like, it can well. hold their own yeah kind of, mm-hmm. yeah yeah like yeah mm-hmm. exactly um well that and just you know if nolan and tim would have ever been partnered up for longer than an episode then obviously like that would have been tim would have caught on to nolan and lucy in a yeah. second
1: like yeah. it wouldn't even. Like, have...
0: yeah yeah which I'm assuming, I don't know. Because, like, I'm assuming that he knows, like, that that was done, you know, like, off screen or whatever. Or like, off, you know. But Lisa I could now. also see
1: Lucy not saying anything. Because she yeah. doesn't want to hear Tim, like, give her crap about it. Yeah, true. Um, and then talking about, like, partnerships with Nyla involved. Um, we saw Nyla and Lucy paired up in, like, a season three <laughs> episode. And Not I Nolan. need more of that. That that's her that was yeah. her name. I love that. <laughs> I need more of that. Like I need I need all of that. I need mm-hmm. all of the girl power. Scenes. her
0: yeah, that like speech that she gives. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, like chills. Yeah. Chills, chills, so good. I think she was like Tim, you know, like Tim may be a good, you know, T O, but he doesn't, you know, like he doesn't know what it's like to, you know, teach like teach you how to Mm-hmm. you know like fight like a girl or like you know like be like to yeah. be a woman in yeah. the police force let alone like a you know a woman from a minority uh, yeah. group which they both are
1: and so. i can't remember if we've seen nyla and jackson together
0: i don't think so i don't think so which is a darn shame because can uh, you imagine I can, how their scenes would be it? But like only because I've seen like uh Makia on Titus's like behind the scenes they yeah. are so great, um and you know Titus like we said earlier is like, rival Jennifer for like Makia's biggest like, like cover stand.
1: He might be the biggest behind the scenes king, like oh, the rookie yes, yes definitely oh, for sure. Because like because Erica and Melissa will come on Twitter. Um and like yeah, you know really like tweets and tour. stuff yeah but Titus is the one that gives us the TikToks, um and the videos and then he goes live like on Instagram. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's so good at that. My favorite TikTok of his, well, obviously, is the mom and dad with uh, Melissa and Eric, but I also love the one where he is talking about the vending machine snacks. They've like relabeled. <laughs> he's like not the tittles i i'm i probably send carrie that saved to tiktok at least once a week
0: it's so good it's 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 just hilarious
1: i love it i
0: I just laugh it's so great and like the one he also did the like mom and dad thing with uh richard and nathan which i find absolutely hilarious because like y'all just gotta go watch it like we'll hype up titus's tiktok all day long um y'all just gotta go watch it because it's like their faces are so true to character it absolutely floors me Gray just time. or uh richard just like looks at him and he's just yeah, like, like what are you so, doing Like, yeah like what is happening and then mm-hmm. nathan's like oh me like what okay yeah. <laughs> whereas and then
1: melissa and eric one eric's just like you know i'm over here i'm cool like, just geez, throw up yeah, a peace sign so cool. and melissa's just cute and her little like innocent self
0: yeah oh my gosh excuse oh, and me when oh. i go
1: and watch these tiktoks for the
0: billionth time <laughs> and while jennifer does that apparently i will shout out their little pod chairs that they have for season three yes. so fun um like we said if you guys go on and watch titus's tiktoks you'll see more of their literal pods like their uh red uh chairs that they sit in Um, that are like completely enclosed uh, like a zip up or you know some kind of uh, enclosure that they have that allows them to still be uh, like on a set together but you know obviously like socially distanced uh, Mm -hmm. with you know the pandemic and whatnot Um, and I just think it's absolutely like fantastic like I don't even know like it's I mean it's like fun but also just like very smart like yeah good job rookie people in yeah. Los Angeles like again we say other shows take note of these random things that we are saying that they do so well well I think a lot of the other LA
1: shows must do that because I watch this is us and some of their behind the scenes they have those pods I oh, do then but like Chicago PD behind the scenes content we haven't seen or not mm-hmm. Chicago PD but like the one Chicago shows we haven't like seen those pods yeah. they just sit masked up um if if you're not, if you have never watched Titus's TikToks before, um, his TikTok handle is Mr Butterfly Butterfly
0: Alley Early. So, um, go and watch those, and then he's also he does his music under that uh moniker yeah. as well, and his music yeah. is like boss too. Like,
1: and I, when you watch those TikToks, that. feel free to tweet me, and we can fangirl about them. Um, and then, like literally go me to her, them. she
0: will like yeah, <laughs> she spam will love you forever,
1: because yeah. I we'll never shut up about them
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so i think that's all that we have on tuesday we'll be discussing episode 310 you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts you can find us individually on twitter too i'm Jay stark 804 uh and i'm carrie hyman on twitter Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week. Bye everyone. Bye guys.
0: Go get em, boo.